Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of It's On The List. I'm your co-host, Sammy Holty. And I'm Jerry Hartman. And today, we are going to be dipping into the world of animation, and not just animation. Well, I guess animation in general is kind of like more uh, geared towards children, uh, usually. So, uh, but more specifically, I would say family-friendly films. Right, we're going goo-goo-gaga mode today. Yes, we're going full baby mode, uh, which is pretty exciting. I'm excited to talk about today. So we're going to be doing uh, David Han's Bambi, as well as Hayao Miyazaki's Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Um, So yeah, what is your relationship to, well, we kind of just discussed this, but we're not going to really talk about David Hand because neither of yeah. us are really... Uh, I'm sure we've seen the same three from yes, him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but we're going to talk about Disney at large, uh, what your relationship is to Disney and, and, and the Disney films growing up and even, I guess, current current day. Yeah, well, I mean, as you can see, Sammy and listeners, I'll just tell you, uh, I'm wearing some socks with Mr. Oh, shit, I didn't even notice. Mickey Mouse on them himself, yeah. This is real, people. He's not lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy's verifying right here. But um, I grew up in kind of a Disney family, mm. sort of. Like, I, I don't want to characterize them as full-on Disney adults, because, you know, that's, sure. that's its own that's type. A, that, that is, like, next level, bro. Yeah, like, they're not that level of fanatical, but... We, we were, you know, we watched all the Pixar movies and all the classic Disney cartoons, yeah. especially like the 90s Disney era, like Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, like 80s, 90s, that sort of stuff. But we also hit the early ones, like the three David Hands that I've seen are Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Fantasia, and Bambi, of Same. course. Fantasia, by the way, just for the record, is like, pro- like probably my favorite animated movie ever. I need to revisit it because it's been... Oh, it's so good. I, I watched it once and I remember I was like... 13 and my parents put it on i was right. like man fuck this shit yeah fucking classical music i, I was probably like texting the whole time anyways right so right i should revisit it now you totally should it's, it's amazing but um yeah so I, I have a fairly storied history with disney stuff in general and it's weird because i feel like when i hear disney nowadays in 2023 my connotation is a pretty negative one Ooh. where I, yeah where i kind of cringe i'm yeah. like oh like those ghouls who were monopolizing hollywood yeah. and you know rebooting every property and running and into all the, the original content ground. sucks yeah it's horrible yeah, it's and really like bad. half of it's just you know shitty quote-unquote live action remakes of like their animated classics sure. so you know i don't know when i hear it nowadays it's not necessarily the view of it i had when i was a kid because you know, we'll get into our thoughts on Bambi shortly, but a lot of their classic animated stuff, I think, is really great. Like, Snow White, I love. I, I just said that Fantasia is, like, my favorite animated movie ever. Uh, the Lion King, I absolutely love. Yeah. So, there are tons. And the Pixar stuff, too. I, I really like Toy Story and The Incredibles and, you know, any of, like, the 2000s, late 90s Pixar run. All that stuff, I think, is pretty great. Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially by, like, kids' movie standards. It's all... Pretty pretty excellent, I think, and stuff that adults can enjoy. So in that sense, I guess I would say I'm a Disney fan, which, again, feels weird to say nowadays. But yeah. if we're talking about, like, you know, 2000s and earlier sort of Disney, I, I think it's all quite good. So, yeah, what about you? I had uh, much of the same relationship, although I wouldn't, like, constitute my family as, like, really a Disney family. They never, sure like, were like, oh, let's watch some Disney movies or... But I did own, you know, like Hercules and, and George of the Jungle yeah, and yeah. things like that on DVD. Because for my family, too, really briefly, like, 
it was sort of like, let's watch a Disney movie. And we went to Disney World a bunch of times. Yeah. So it, it was like, it was a thing. Yeah. So I was not, not like that, but I did watch my fair share of Disney films and definitely had like a, a good relationship to them. I definitely would, uh, is the Emperor's New Groove Disney? Yeah. Yeah. I would like put stuff like that on pre- yeah. pretty much. On, Super fun. Pretty much on repeat when I would go on road trips and stuff. I had like the little flip TV in the minivan. Yeah. So, classic. You know, I would throw, throw, throw plenty of Disney films on. So, uh, I would say that I'm also a Disney lover, minus what comes out now. I mean, the last right. two I saw were like uh, Soul and Luca, mm-hmm. and uh, Soul was not very good, and Luca was just fucking horrible, man. Like it was rough to get through. Uh, I didn't, I that I didn't my, see it. But... My ex girlfriend's family, and uh, I was not enjoying it. <laughs> Sounds like a negative it. experience. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but anyways, so yeah, uh, that's that's my relationship. But uh, Bambi, what's uh, what's the vibe? Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I I'd, I'd seen it before. Like I generally sort of remembered it. So it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have many new like revelations okay, watching sure. it or anything. I, I had a fairly, you know, good grasp on it, but I, I enjoyed it as much as I ever have. Uh it's it's just insanely beautiful. Like visually, thematically, it's just a very beautiful movie. It's sad too, but just you know, it's a feast for the eyes. It's a feast for the soul. Yeah, I thought it was great. What'd yeah, you honestly, I loved it. Yeah, like, it's awesome. Like, it's so good. Again, I feel like this is like a, I'm grading it on a slightly different scale than I would like a live sure. action film. I also, like with the idea that this is a baby movie, like exactly. we were saying earlier. I mean, it's kind of, you know, Kid Malik. Yeah, but, but but in that way, yeah, dude, it made me think of like, again, not as good as any of the filmmakers I'm about to mention. Sure. But like... Renoir, fucking mm-hmm. uh, Tarkovsky, yep, and yep. Uh, it made me spe- specifically think of Life and Nothing More from Abbas Kiristami. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was, like, fucking fantastic. And I, I had no memory of anything that happened in this movie. Like, not even, like, one scene. Wow, so, okay. So okay. it was basically brand new for me, and I, I really, really loved it. So I was hyped that uh, we ended up watching, or you ended up throwing this as an idea this week because uh, I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Well, it's kind of a weird movie to talk about in any structured form because, I mean, it is very simple, like, yeah. narratively. It's kind of just, like, you know, it's a movie about natural processes, life and death, you know, just the beauty and sadness of life. Yeah, the power of nature, the yeah, importance yeah. of it. And, you know, there's a bit of an environmental angle about man interfering sure. with these yeah. processes. But I, I think it's sort of interesting as a companion piece to The Lion King in a way, which, you know, I mean, The Lion King is almost more like, I mean, it's, I don't want to say mainstream because, you know, Bambi's obviously one of the most popular movies ever made. But like Bambi almost feels like the art film version of The Lion King to me because mm-hmm. The Lion King, it's like, you know, the opening song is literally it's the circle of life. Yeah. And it's like they're just kind of spelling it all out for you. Sure. And, I mean, not that Bambi's the most subtle thing ever, but again, <laughs> baby mode yeah. standards. It definitely does, uh, I think in a tasteful way, in, in baby mode, do, does it tastefully in terms of kind of yeah. giving you its message. It echoes a lot of the same ideas. And um, I, I guess to start out, the scene that I remembered best that is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie is early on, there's the whole storm sequence. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude, that scene was... Oh, it's stunning. Uh, unreal. Yeah, Unreal. <laughs> and I think that that's just a great example. And there are other examples we'll get into, but it's a great example of how, like, the movie demonstrates, you know, the cyclical nature of life and nature in ways beyond just explicit life and death, which it also does. But, like, you know, just through the weather in general, like, we have the thunder giving way to the sun, and then when that happens, the upbeat music returns, yeah. like, the season's changing, yeah. like, weather is so key in how it depicts that, and... 
that just leads to a lot of like really beautiful sequences. I mean, the animation itself just looks oh my god, incredible. Dude, watching Bambi like just like hop around like the movement. Yeah, I actually read online that like they sent the animators to the zoo to like oh that's awesome watch them like it shows watch everything prance around and like kind of and it does it, it looks fantastic there's something about these old 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 animated movies like even nausicaa which is like i think from the 70s yeah I'm i think not, it was maybe 80s yeah 70s or 80s but like something about just the hand like actual hand-drawn animation rather than you know the advanced you know cg whatever right right animation that they use nowadays that like really is just like stunning in terms of just fluidity and like layering yeah um, you know things on top of one another it's just much more like painterly yeah I guess, that's, that's totally the, way to put the it. word that's totally the word because it's this mix of like you know very like detailed textures like thin lined detailed backgrounds mm-hmm. with like some thicker more solid lines and like the characters themselves yes. which just works so well it almost gives it like its own sort of like focus even though it, it like it isn't mimicking a camera the way that some animated movies do sure. like especially 3d animated movies you'll see them do like you know like a rack focus within the animation yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that but i think it's really cool how in Bambi, like, it, it isn't mimicking, like, the human eye or, like, a camera or any sort of live-action thing. It's no, just for its, sure. its own expressionistic, like, visual reality. Yeah. And it's super fucking beautiful. Yeah. I also like, I mean, I want to revisit Fantasia because I know it's the same, but just, like, like having movement scored. Oh, like, yeah. Or, like, having the score to the movement. It, yeah. It, like, it's just, like, fun watching Bambi, like, especially when he's first born kind of mm-hmm. like stumbling around yeah, and like just yeah. The music too. And it's just all goofy and cutesy. And it's so cute and like endearing. Yes. Lovely. I mean, yeah. Just hearing, hearing his little voice and then, uh, growing up, like I had such a fun time, you know, having him like make his little friends, uh, thumper. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I forget a uh, flower. Yeah. yeah um, the skunk. Yeah. The skunk. And that was just like, it's such a funny, like first meetup. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah. Like he, it's kind of like this, uh, I don't even know. He's like, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought Flower was maybe just like a, a gay skunk or like. A, yeah, well, I mean, that's a classic Disney thing too. Is like queer coded characters who were never explicitly queer. Yeah, but then so. he ends up, ends up going, True. going straight. I guess is the way to put it. It's so <laughs> yeah. funny because at first he's like got this super high pitched voice, obviously because he's a child, right? Um, but he's like, you can call me Flower. Yeah, yeah. and then like later when they're older, he's like. Hey, Bambi, you remember me? And you're just like, whoa. Dude, like, it's, I was not it's jarring that. when yeah, their the voices change. so funny, dude. So fucking funny. Like, just hearing adult Bambi is so like, oh, like, yeah. what? Like, he's so much less cute. Yeah, so much less cute. <laughs> Which is hilarious. But, um, yeah, uh, where, where, where to go from here? Um, I don't know. I mean... Basically, I mean, we could just like walk walk through the plot briefly, which is like again very simple. Kind of hit like the the bigger parts. Like you know, I think there's a, a big animation shift a few times when the action's yeah, happening. So we can sure. talk about that. We can talk about the mom dying and then cool. like that that sort of stuff. So cool, cool. Yeah. So uh, animation wise, I mean, and and also, I mean, not to speak for you, you may or may not agree, but sure. for for me at least, like you know, I've seen my fair share of animated movies but i'm by no means an expert so my you know my vocabulary talking about the animation itself may be lacking so for the animation heads out there i apologize not my forte necessarily but i'll do my best uh that being said yeah dude that opening shot just immediately of like the forest i was it was so fucking smooth and beautiful and just immediately I, i was so curious to see what i thought of this 
formally because again i remembered the main ideas i was like yep it's about life and death yeah like none of that was going to be new to me but i feel like when i was younger and watched it like i never really was thinking about like the visual style of it and so just immediately when that forest shot came in i was like oh okay cool like i'm I'm gonna love this yeah yeah i felt the same um i mean and I probably have seen more animated movies than you because probably. I was like a little bit of an anime head, so right, I've seen right. like quite a few anime movies. Sure, yeah. Um, but I also don't have like an advanced uh, repertoire of of uh, vocab words. To yeah, me. sorry, we like things that are real. Yeah, we're kind of real people, right? We're just kidding, of course. But yeah, yeah, naturally. But I, I think we should just kind of like breeze through the, the the plot real fast. I mean, basically, it's just like the passage of time, the passage of of living life. So right. we get Bambi born into the forest, and he's he's like the prince. They're like the new prince has been born. Yeah, yeah. It's also just fun, like having all the like, uh, and you learn that he's the prince because later on, uh, his dad, who I guess you don't really know that it's his dad right yeah. away. Yeah, I was uh, I was slightly confused by that whole thing. Yeah, it's I like mean, is he an absent father, like, or or is it chill? Yeah, I think it's like chill because he's like the wise old head that's like kind right, of protecting over, over everyone. The kingdom. Yeah, right. so he's like watching over his son, but also watching over the rest of the animals. So yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. why it's chill. It's just kind of funny that it's like because he does tell him eventually. Like we'll get to that scene, but that was kind of funny to me. I was like, I mean, why? Yeah, I also like, thought the same <laughs> thing. I thought it was a little strange at first, um, but. Uh, Bambi the new prince is born. The forest comes over to rejoice and celebrate, and everyone kind of. Uh, you know, shows him shows him the way, uh, which is just kind of like a fun time. You know, when you're growing up or whatever, and and everything is brand new to you. Yeah, um, which that's know. basically what the first like twenty or so minutes of the movie yes. are. Is him him learning how to walk. He keeps he keeps trying to talk, and he learns how to talk. Yeah, hop over like you know logs and right, look right. up at like little birds and seeing what they're doing, and everything is just like brand new and beautiful and fun and like yeah. energetic and, and and it's all pure. Like yes. there's no negativity. It's just just sheer beauty and joy yes of discovery and, right and all the little little details that are that are in life yeah um, and also it it opens with you know the love is a song mm. that never ends and i think it's interesting <laughs> how you know in that old-timey sing-songy yes. voice and it's kind of interesting how throughout the movie it's like like this isn't a musical but it's very much like it's kind of guided by music with vocals, yeah. but it's not like diegetic the way that like later, like the nineties Disney musicals are, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was also just very like beautiful and weirdly like, I don't know, maybe not tasteful, but like, or maybe tasteful. I don't know. It, it felt like there's something elegant about that. Where yeah. It's like, we're not in full on maximalist musical mode, but like it's totally, you know, a tonal tool. Absolutely. Throughout. Absolutely. And then, uh, he grows up a little bit, and uh, his mom takes him out to this open field area where she explains that, like, hunters will come by. So she has right. to go out to make sure that it's safe before he can come. Exactly. He's becoming aware of, like, the threat of man and how their, you know, their idyllic world can be invaded. Yes. Uh, and so she goes out there kind of, like, haphazardly and then eventually turns around and says, come on, Bambi, like, come out and play or whatever. Right. Uh, so then he gets hyped and 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 runs out and just, like, has a blast and yeah, again it's, it's like really out. yeah it's just super beautiful again yeah. it's like all the brush that's out there is like still but like right. but again just like it looks re- it's not just like lines it's mm-hmm. like very much like a painting yeah, and then yeah, bambi prancing through said painting right there's like depth and texture yeah to it and like variance and that. yes i mean like the animation animator list for this film is like insane yeah insanity. like they sunk 
so much like i don't know how much money honestly i didn't look it up but i can't even imagine a lot of money like what an undertaking especially as someone who like you know has had experience with like live action filmmaking but none with animation it's like i can't even fucking imagine i I don't even want to no i I mean i I respect the hell out of it i can't even not even imagine and is this where he meets um faleen like that scene i I think so yeah yeah. so then he kind of has like his first experience with someone of the opposite sex right uh, that isn't his mom because you know that doesn't really count Yes, yeah, it doesn't count. It's your mom. It's not a woman. It's your mom. Yes. And she's, you know, she's ready to go. She's ready to play. And, oh, yeah, and Bambi's a bit of a, a bit of a scaredy one right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, Bambi's he's, a little bitch. And he kind of gets roasted for it sometimes. Like, I, I should say also, some of the beginning stuff is, like, pretty funny, too. Oh, my God. It's lit. Yeah, yeah. Like, when the bunnies are, like, roasting his ass when he can't talk. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, clowning on him because yeah, he's, thump, like, a Thumper's, baby. Thumper's just, like, constantly doing it. And Dude, and yeah. Thump, and Thumper's mom is, like... <laughs> Thumper, like, like, <laughs> yeah, like way off. What? No, it's like, what did your dad say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it just has to like repeat like some you know normal ass quote that everyone's heard a million times, which like is very relatable. You know, totally, I have, I have totally. plenty of those from from my own dad. Yeah, I mean, because part of the whole you know general thing with this movie is that like through animals, you know, talking animals, of course, it's capturing things about like the human condition. Yes, yes. Um, and so he kind of has like this this meeting with failing and uh at first he's apprehensive and scared and then his mom's like come on dude she's just like a cute girl like go yeah, play with chill. her it's you know chill. and then she's it, a person yeah and then she and then he kind of gets out of his shell and starts playing and then you know they they fall in love very quickly right it seems um and right after that they get the first like hunting yeah they're running yeah they're all running like there's some gunshots and everyone runs for the hills everyone makes it out yeah, okay they, they but, get out but it is like pretty intense and stressful like yeah that's one thing that i found like interesting about this film is that i actually genuinely felt like stress oh when there time. was like action happening dude yeah we'll get to it but the whole climax is fucking wild crazy. wild we'll, we'll get there but, but yeah. I, I was like very much on the edge of my seat which is like surprising for a, a, a 40s children's animation exactly and also watching it today it's like you know it's so classic that like everybody knows that bambi's mom dies going into it so if you haven't seen it before if you haven't seen it in a while and you're watching it you're like on the edge of your seat because you're like, oh, fuck, you know is it's this coming. it? Yeah. Like, is this it? And then it's it true. Isn't. That is exactly how it was. Right. So you can kind of breathe again. But watching it in this day and age, it's like you're waiting for that to happen. Yeah. And there's – I mean, I, I think that dread would probably be there without that knowledge. But I don't think that knowledge hurts in kind of amping up that tension. Absolutely. And then I think right after that is that um, – The season The season change. That's which, which so you, beautiful. Yeah, what you said. Um, and, and just like the small details, like watching the mouse – you know, kind of join in on like yeah, the birds, yeah. wi- like crawling under the birds' wings and following the mom so he can get some shelter to get to his home. Yeah, there's like the cyclical seasonal processes of like specific animals and things like yes. that. Like we see flower goes into hibernation and, during the winter. And that's what I also love. It's just like, again, I, I, I thought of like Renoir because it's like very much of just like, we're just chilling with these. Like, there's not really much plot going on. Right. It's just like animals chilling. It's like it's like one of the best scenes ever. That um that sleeping montage in the river in Rumors yeah. the River. Like that's awesome. It reminded me a little bit of like a day in the country too. Mm-hmm. Just those mm-hmm. naturey vibes Absolutely. and just you know relishing the beauty of especially the world. especially once we get to the picking up of the chicks. Oh yeah, then it's that's real. Like that's Frenchman out. mode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Yeah, um, but there's a shot in this sequence of um the seasons changing where he's like watching the leaves change in autumn, which mm-hmm. is super beautiful. And there's like a shot 
of like a lake or something and you see the leaves falling onto the lake yeah. and it's just like fucking stunning. Yeah, it is stunning. Um, and I didn't mention this when uh, I guess the hunters came the first time, but there's like a shift in the animation where it almost becomes like psychedelic. All the colors like yeah. shift to like, you know, violent reds and oranges right, right. and like pinks and purples and um, yeah, these like stark silhouettes too. Yeah. Kind of emerge. Yeah. Um, and I think that also lends itself to making it more intense and kind of scary. Yeah, that, that shift is jarring. I mean, the images themselves are, like, striking alone, but the, the shift from, like, you know, the soft texture, mm-hmm. idyllic nature things into that is quite quite striking. Um, and so then I guess moving on, we can talk about pretty much just, I'd say, the death scene is kind of like yeah. what happens next. Which is funny because I feel like I, I remembered it happening so much earlier than it actually did. Yeah, it's like half, a little bit past halfway. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like 40 minutes into like a 70-minute oh, sure. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like an act two sort of yeah. incident. But um, the hunters turn up and Bambi and his mom take off running. It's snowing. Yeah, right, right. We're in the winter time and it's snowing. And um, she says like, Keep running, Bambi. Like, don't look back. So right there, you kind of know. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, Hear the, one, the, the the gunshot ring through the mountains. Yep. And, uh, and then Bambi by himself gets into the cave and is like, we made it, Mom. Oh, my God. And, and like, around. dude, my heart my heart oh, instantly man. broken in his little cute Bambi. Because the, the voice actors killed it. You know, like, yeah. like, back then, I feel like they were actually using kids right. for kid kid characters instead of just like jason schwartzman or yeah whatever. exactly yeah. and you can tell and it's like hearing this little kid be like we mother. made it mom yeah, yeah. mother afterwards. over and over oh just saying mother God. and it's like the snow's just coming down like yeah, yeah yeah and then that like you know kind of kind of haunting like choral music comes in it's mm-hmm. like just you know these sad vocals in the background as he's saying mother over I fucking and over. cried. I don't even Oh, lie. I did too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking sad. It's real sad. And that's another thing too because it's like, like you don't see the mom die. He's right. not like over the body. There aren't like tears. I feel like that's something that also gets me sometimes is like seeing people cry makes me cry. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. whether they're like animated characters or, you know, real people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, you know, Bambi doesn't cry. Bambi's no, just it, it's lost lower and key than you would expect. Exactly. It's way low key, but still like somehow ex- like really impactful. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I can't totally. really put my finger on why, but but it definitely it definitely hit me. And then yeah, we had, it's, <laughs> it's just very elegant. And it, and it reminded me a little. And again, I, I feel like I said this earlier, but this movie is so like the lower key counterpart to The Lion King. Because in The Lion King, of course, um, Simba's father, Mufasa, dies. Yeah. But in that version, and you know, that version makes me weep too. I'm not even saying in one's epic better fashion. than the other. Yeah. Like, I don't think one's better than the other necessarily. But like in that one, you know. We see him die, and Simba's literally over his body going, Dad, wake up, Dad, and he's just there limp. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. These fucking Disney movies, man. They, yeah, they, really, man. they go for the gutter. They do, bro. And it's like one of those things where I don't know if they don't really do that anymore. Not the I same like way. When, it, whenever they do, it's such a pale imitation. Yeah, like in like, Soul, like he died, but not really, and came back to life. And it's like, oh, all is good, you know, like yeah, no yeah. worries. And Luca was like, you know, just friends breaking up and getting back together sort of thing. Like sometimes yeah. your friend makes you mad, right? But like at the end of the day, they're still your friend. <laughs> Whereas like, here, it's like your you, mom you, is going to die. Yeah, you cannot outrun tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Beauty and sadness coexist, and you have to find a way to live with Actually, that. Actually. And it's, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so intense 
intense. Yeah. It's so impactful. And then this is when uh, Daddy shows dad up. Dad right? shows up kind of out of nowhere and is like, <laughs> yeah. I'm your dad. Let, <laughs> let me show you how to be a man. It literally reminded me of um, in a Talladega Nights when, a, <laughs> when Ricky Bobby's dad just shows up out of nowhere and is like, I'm your father, Ricky. Yeah. Like, it, it's so that kind of scene. And at least, like, it wasn't really funny to me when I was watching it. But, oh, no. like, yeah. talking about it is definitely pr- pretty funny. Absolutely. Because <laughs> he really does just show up and he's like, yeah, like, because they pointed him out earlier. There's a part when Bammy and his, and his mom were out there and his mom's like, yeah, that's a, that's like the king of the forest. Like, he watches over everything, yada, yada. But she didn't even say, like, that's your father. Right, right. She didn't say you, that it you was You kind of just, dis- like, think, like, oh, maybe it is because he's right. the prince. Exactly. So, so like, it's like, that would make sense. But it's not explicitly pointed out to Bambi, but it's like, Bambi recognizes this figure. Yeah. He's and then, seen him before. And then Bambi's just like, oh, sure, like, I... Let's, okay let's go you know yeah all right and then it's crazy because like you just have like this crazy emotional scene and then like instantly they're just <laughs> they like move on yeah they just move on yeah life goes on yeah life goes on dude it's uh there's a a, a quote from uh life and nothing more where it's like you know there's like a tragedy that went on his little sister died and he's mm-hmm. like oh like you know the the world cup only comes on every he's like aren't you sad like your sister just died like you're gonna go watch soccer he's like the world cup only comes on like once every yeah x yeah, amount yeah. of years you know and it's just like it is what it is. Like, I'm going to enjoy the World Cup. Totally. It's kind of, it seems kind of savage, but it's also just like... I mean, it's just sort of like one of the key things of the human condition is like compartmentalizing tragedy because mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to waste your life away like letting yourself be weighed down by mm-hmm. the horrible things you've seen and experienced. So, you know, it's like there's certainly a level like you want to let yourself feel that and process it so it doesn't linger too long. But, you know, I mean, that's one of the like complex things that this movie presents in like inappropriately simple way that yeah. like you know a kid brain can maybe kind of latch on to yeah um and so now he's they get older right yeah he's he's a not quite an adult but like he's like an adolescent yeah yeah and, and then the, the fucking owl starts telling them how they're gonna get horned up oh yeah like, you guys are gonna want to start fucking soon <laughs> dude and it's so funny because they're all and it's, again it's just like the, they just the way they depict like it's so accurate you know it's like oh us boys are never gonna get broken yeah, like, up like exactly. we're gonna be friends forever like no girl can separate us and not more than like a minute later like flowers you know off Sees with the female with, skunk and yeah. is like oh fuck <laughs> And what's what's the word that the owl keeps you? Oh, Twitter paid it. Yeah, Twitter paid it. I don't even like. It just means like you know infatuated. Yeah, old yeah. timey word for infatuated. But yeah, I don't know. That's funny. But yeah, Flower falls in love with the female skunk, and then Thumber sees a female bunny, and like you know his foot's fucking it's going crazy, dude. Like he literally his ear gets all twitchy. <laughs> like I think she kisses him, and he just goes like like fully gets like stiff. Yeah, no, like, he literally gets fucking hard. Yeah, he gets hard as hell and falls over and kind of rocks like a yeah. You know, and piece she of- she basically like jacks off his ear. <laughs> like, when she's like rubbing his ear, his <laughs> ear gets stiff, and she's like rubbing it. I'm like, oh, okay. There's Walt. something for the adults. Yeah, you no, know? yeah. It's like a you it's know, not just a kids movie. Quasi bunny sex scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like not really, but like. In its imagery, kind of. Yeah. I also loved, like, Flower's departure because, like, yeah, he kind of yeah. just, like, is walking through a flower field with, like, this, this flower skunk girl version of himself, whatever, I don't even right. know. And then he kind of just, like, turns around, gives, like, a sly look and throws his hand up, like, yep, sorry, yep. boys. Yes. Like, it is what like, it right, is. I'm out. I'm out. Um, yeah, and then Bambi reunites with Feline and he's like, oh, shit, she's hot now. Yeah. Like, she grew up hot. Fuck. <laughs> But then there's this amazing sequence of them, like, jumping around in the clouds. It's like their, yes. you know, expressionistic, we're in love sort mm-hmm. of sequence that's just, like, 
insanely beautiful. Which is then followed up by like a violent like dude his boy like boy fight. Yup, yup. He Bambi has to like assert dominance. He like fucks up this older man. Yeah, to, dude. To win Jumps over Faye, like I'm gonna fuck Faye, and he's like nah. And this is important because this is where Bambi, you know, learns to become a high value male and assert himself as an alpha in the male ecosystem. He had his Andrew Tate summer. His, no, an- his no, Anakin yeah. Skywalker summer. Yeah, he went to Hustlers University. <laughs> got his degree real quick. Yeah, he, he got, expedited his degree. <laughs> exactly. He sped through that shit. And now, now he's dominating and getting women. Yeah, so he just like... It's, and also another intense like you know weird shadows and like yeah like it, it leans into the silhouettes whenever there's like threats and mm-hmm. action which is yeah. like very effective because it, it literally depicts violence as something that's like you know quite literally dark yes um and so he fucks up this other deer and then failing's like i knew you were gonna kick his ass like let's yeah, go right, he's my man now yeah this yeah. is my man's and they <laughs> kind of trot off into whatever else and then we kind of jump into our final like uh, stage of is it no 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 not quite yet I guess the final stage is like the the very end of the movie but like sure. this is where the hunters impose themselves yeah, yet climax again climax of the movie um he's off with his dad and his dad sees like you know he's like there's more more men this time and right you know we got to watch out and he's like oh shit I got to go get failing um, right right runs back and then of course you the have dogs um well first you have like you're almost like a Hitchcock level drama where it's like Faylene wakes up and is oh, like, right. yeah, is yeah. like Bambi, Bambi, and then yeah, runs yeah. off, and then Bambi shows up three seconds later and is like Faylene. And you're like, oh no, Faylene. <laughs> and the, the classic uh, scenario where it's like if she waited like a few seconds, <laughs> yeah. it'd all be fine. We, but you know that that's drama. Like exactly that's, that's how this shit works. Uh, the dogs get let loose, bro. And this they, whole fight with the dogs yeah. is fucking crazy because it starts as like a chase. It's like a Failing is running away. Right. Into a fight, which then, you know, the, he's fighting off the dogs, and then he, like, jumps the cliff, and, and get, he gets shot. Yes. And he gets shot. Yes. Which, you know, I mean, you know, I knew having watched it that he would survive, but if I hadn't, I would have been, like... I was scared. I was, like, no fucking yeah, way. Yeah, I was like, actually scared, because this fight was super intense and pretty long. Yeah. It's, like, a long sequence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Faleen's getting almost fucked up, and then right. Bambi comes and saves the day, and is just, like, mowing, b- him, down. mowing him down with this... With this ear or his horns rather um and like you said jumps this big cliff when you're finally like oh my god he got away failing got away and it's just like and i was like no man it's like we can't cannot do that that'd be cruel yeah that'd be fucking cruel but he doesn't die and then from there uh like the humans had started like a campfire that like lights up and starts spreading through the forest so now we have like a forest fire got to get out of the forest Bambi luckily does survive. Yep. He and Faleen get out. You watch all like the animals in the kingdom kind of like getting each other together at this pond area right. or whatever. And this is one of the main parallels we can draw with uh, Nausicaa, which is, you know, man's impact on the natural world. Yep. As we, you know, see as they basically just burn the forest down. Yeah. Yeah. But then like right after that, it just cuts to like a new space yeah they went somewhere else they went somewhere else and now there are two new princes being born right the circle of life continues yeah and bambi's uh bambi's the new king of the forest and he's watching over we don't see him as the uh, you see him in the distance kind of like watching over just as we did his dad it's made clear that he's taken on this role now and they're you know the, the new princes for the future generations yeah and you know 
a circle of life has happened, basically. Yes, yes. We've seen death. We've seen new life. We've seen the seasons change. Yeah. We've seen tragedy, beauty, tragedy. Rebuilding and overcoming. Yeah, but along with destruction, like, yeah, you know, just all, all these contrasts and cycles. Yeah, and I could see how, like, some people, especially in our age bracket, would be like, oh, so woman's role is to just have kids and... I mean, you uh, know... It, it presents all these things pretty simplistically. Yes. But but I think, I don't know. I mean, to, to me, it reads as just, like, broad and poetic. I agree. It doesn't read as exclusionary to me. It reads I, as just, like, you I know, agree. general for the purpose of keeping it simple and beautiful. 100%. So, yeah, I mean, page. I mean, it totally worked for me. I thought it was awesome. So did i so it did so it did for me excellent (laughs) Um, beautiful cool we can jump into ratings yeah let's do it um man i don't even know i think i'm gonna go four and a half it could be like a five maybe i don't know i'm gonna just like but again i i was thinking it's not even that there's anything wrong with it like i think it's basically a perfect movie but it's just like i don't know well it doesn't impact me the same way that like any of the people that we yeah exactly you know um so if I was like grading it on the scale of it like being a baby movie, right? I would oh, say I mean, it's, it's a, a five baby movie. It's yeah. a five. But like if I was just to rate it like off my own personal like enjoyment slash effect, mm-hmm. like I would say a four probably. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm just gonna say a five in in the in, like in its own like con in the yeah, context and like where it is. It's a five. Sure. I, I, sure. I feel like you know because it's like too too harsh to like grade it based off like. I don't know, comparing it to any of the filmmakers that we just talked about. No, yeah, that's totally fair. So I'm going to give it a five. Go for it, yeah. I'm going to go four and a half, but it's like, you know, it's, it's not even that I have any issues with it. I mean, I don't need to justify a four and a half. It's a great rating. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four and a half for me, excellent movie. Excellent movie, and we'll catch you for uh, the Ghibli Miyazaki special, uh, Nasuka Valley of the Wind. All right, and we are back with Hayao Miyazaki's Nasuka of the Valley of the Wind. Yeah, Which, I've been saying Nasca Valley of the Wind, so oh yeah, well, whatever. Well, in Letterbox, I read of the. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Well, basically, um, oh well. Before we even get into the plot, we should talk about our histories with Miyazaki yeah. slash yeah. Uh, Studio Ghibli. Uh, so, what what is your history with him and with Studio Ghibli? I have a pretty strong relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely like a big fan of not only Miyazaki but like his other contemporary uh, directors that are also involved in the. Ghibli films. Sure. Um, but like Miyazaki specifically, I'm a big fan. I actually haven't hit some of like the big ones like My Neighbor Totoro, but I've seen I've seen most everything and like uh I grew up kind of on it, just sure. on par with Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe a little bit later in my life, like middle school mm-hmm. was when I started watching them more. I feel um, like that's often for a lot of people when they become entertaining. Yes. Because we'll get into it, but you know, they're as far as kids' movies go, they're like Way mature. Yeah, they're way more mature. And some of them are a lot more mature than others. Like, sure. my favorite, one of my favorite movies actually ever is The Wind Rises. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, that's, like, it still falls under, like, a kid's movie. But, like, that compared to something like Howl's Moving Castle, it's, like, oh, yeah, way completely different. different. That's about, like, complex ideas. Yes, about very complex ideas. Um, yeah. So, I'm a huge fan. I love most of the movies. Like, there are some that I'm not super hot on, like... I don't even like Spirited Away that much or Kiki's Delivery Service. But okay. I love uh, The Wind Rises, Porco Rosso, uh, Mononoke. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. And and the film that we're just about to talk about, Nausicaa, So Hell yeah. Well, I have probably not quite as strong, but I have, like, a pretty, I'd say, normal positive history with yeah. him. Like, he, he never was, like, one of my go-tos as a kid, but I watched, like, most of the popular ones. Like, I watched 
Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Castle in the Sky. I have seen The Wind Rises, not since it came out, but I really liked it when it came out, and I'm sure I'd like it even more yeah, now. Yeah. I, I definitely will rewatch it at some you should, point. Bro. Especially because I, mean, like, I know you and a couple other people whose opinions I respect really ride for it. And dude, it's like, I like, I, even though I liked it, it's like, I'm sure I didn't really get the full scope of it all. Yeah, yeah. That, back like, dude, 10 I years literally, ago. that movie makes me cry like, like 15 times throughout. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, and it's like stuff that's just like, it's just so beautiful in the moment. Like he's like picking fish bones out, each individual one, and, mm-hmm. and he's just like appreciating the fish bone that he's eating. And his friends are like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he's just like, "Just look at the curve. It's like so beautiful." I'm just like crying, <laughs> dude. It's so funny. Yeah, well, yeah. I love that movie. I'll have to rewatch that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've I've seen most of the popular ones. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them in like quite a while. Like I watched them all like late middle school early high school and i kind of just went like my friends and i because a lot of my friends were really into them i mean we were saying this before but it's like you know studio ghibli really is like a household name it's yeah. a very popular brand itself and all these movies are really popular so yeah. like late middle school early high school is kind of when my friends and i watched all of them and so i and I, I really liked them like i didn't really have any of them that i didn't like i thought they were all like really solid so i wouldn't say I, it's like it isn't really something I've returned to much, but sure. like I, I totally respect Miyazaki and his movies, and, sure. and I th- think they're really solid. I also love them because they're like a perfect uh, throw it on with someone who isn't like a movie head. Oh yeah, totally. You know, and totally. They're like they're gonna have a good time, and like you know, you, you might not have like as good of a time as like throwing on you know any of your highbrow. Sure, yeah, any of your Euro Criterion yeah, core shit. Exactly, but, like, you're still gonna get something out of it and have oh, a good totally. time and, like, be you enjoyable. Know, and there's there's flashy visuals and complex ideas. Like, yeah. they're, they're just very solid movies. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I'm certainly a fan. Not, like, a hardcore fan, but I'm, I'm definitely a fan. Hell yeah. So, uh, going into Nausicaa, I, I know you've seen it before. Yeah. Did you like it again? Yeah, I loved it, man. I mean, oh, like, yeah. it's just one of those movies that, like, again... I feel like my grading scale is just, like, not necessarily the same. This just has, like, so many... Because this this is, I would say, still, like, more for kids than, like, some of the other Ghibli films. Sure, yeah. Um, And, like, there's just nothing, like, wrong with this movie to me. Like, I just, mm-hmm. again, it kind of falls into the same thing as Bambi, where it's, like, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's pretty much, like, a perfect movie for me. And there's some mm-hmm. sequences that I find, like, extremely beautiful and moving. For sure. Um, So, I, I, I really love this film. Oh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I thought it was great. Um, I wasn't, like, over the moon, but sure. I, I thought it was, like, really cool. It's one of those things, like, I, I would say, I don't know, I don't want to use the word moved, because I was moved by it in sure. the sense that I was, like, I found it exciting and, like, beautiful and interesting and all of that. But it, I, I'd say I more so thought it was just, like, sick. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, this is fucking dope. Like, Dude, I mean. It was just cool. Like, that that was my main takeaway from it. So I'm, I'm definitely a fan, though. I, I thought it was really great. Nausicaa's, like, like the number one, like, badass, like, female Dude, protagonist. Dude, she's so sick. She's so sick. Her little wind glider and, like, just, yeah, like, yeah. going up to the fucking, what are they called? I already forgot. The, um. I'm not going to remember the any mo- of the names. The big monster things. Uh, the giant? No, um, like, like, the, like the, the monsters that come out of the forest at the end. That, like, like the ohms? The ohms. I'm the so ohms, dumb. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But like her just like, you know, fearlessly pulling up on a giant ass ohm that's just enraged and just like being right. like, chill dude even early on that bit where she starts like taking out the knights i was like oh shit dude, like let's go yeah, she goes off she goes off yeah she can fucking fight but mm-hmm. uh well before we get to that um i guess what struck me most about this and i mean 
This is almost a little unfair because like some of what I'm going to say came out after this was released, but this is so in like an aesthetic lineage with so many big sci-fi franchises. Yeah. Like the, the one that it reminded me most of, or rather I should say that this reminded me of Nausicaa was Avatar. Yeah. And I, that, I mean, is that what you were talking that's about? That's what I was talking about. I, I told I Jerry that there's a, re there, well, there's a few references in here that are like very yeah. like Avatar-esque. I mean, just right immediately when I saw like the flying gunships in the air, I was like, oh, Avatar. Yep. And then there, there's more stuff, too. I mean, the gliding. There, there's literally a shot where, like, the giant warriors are, like, surrounded by flames that it's just like at the beginning of Avatar 2 when the mech suits walk into the burning forest. I was like, oh, that's, like, the same Dude, shot. and like, not only that, but, like, when she gets, like, enveloped in the ohms, like, gold, yeah. whatever, it's like when the sun is getting returned to the, the exactly. earth at the end of the film. So, yeah, totally. So, very I mean, Avatar core film. Definitely. So I thought you would like it because I, I, yeah. I got those same vibes as well. Totally, totally. Like, it's so in a lineage with that. And then... I mean, I'm sure these were, like, influences, because these, you know, precede the movie, but I thought of Dune a lot, I thought yep. of Star Wars, you yep. know. So, I mean, in that sense, it's like, all, all those things I listed are things I really like, and this fits nicely in there aesthetically, so just, you know, love looking at it. Even if, um, I'm not always, and this applies for everything I said, too, even though, you know, I like everything sure, we're talking sure, sure, about, sure, sure. but I'm not always into just, like, all the terminology and sure. fantasy world terminology. Yeah. Even with movies I love, it's like, that's not ever what I care yeah, about. Yeah, you're not, like, trying to get into the lore of, like, what happened before the movie? Right, like, 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 like I don't fucking Yeah, yeah neither do I. Watching them do shit? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like, sa same with stuff I love, like, Lord of the Rings, where it's, like, fans are like, oh, well, actually, you know, in the second age, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I don't fucking <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, me too. Watching Vigo way. do it is awesome. Yes, like, me. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> so I, I often struggle with that <laughs> stuff with these sorts of movies, but at the same time, I find it kind of fun, because it's, like, it doesn't really matter if you keep track of the lore. Yeah. It's, like, it, you know, the plot itself is very clear yeah so um yeah but like you were saying the animation i think is like stunning like uh, oh, back yeah. to like not only the animation but like the scores it's like these mm -hmm. cool like synthy like whenever they yeah. get into, like action sequences it's, it's very like these, 80s it's so 80s synth like intense it, it's just there's some i don't even like i can't even describe it but it's like just nostalgic even though i'm not even from that time sure, it just yeah. makes me be like oh this is warm and cozy and i could like live in this yeah, yeah. kind of like I mean, as someone who isn't well-versed in anime outside of, like, Studio Ghibli and, like, you know, some Naruto or whatever, sure. like, would you say that, like, you know, animation-wise and just, like, sound-wise, music-wise, like we were talking about, like, would you say that this is a, f like, good representation of standard anime? Uh, like, s good anime. Okay, okay, Like, definitely sure. good anime, because, like... Actually, I don't know. So, a lot of the stuff I haven't seen, like, that much, but, like, sure. there's, like, old stuff that's, like, basically, uh, like, there's a show called Yu Yu Hakusho, which is okay. basically, like, the Naruto of, like, the 70s and 80s. Like, gotcha. You know, that was that popular. And same thing. It just kind of has those vibes where it's all hand-drawn, super detailed. Like, mm -hmm. it does have, like, that kind of thing where, like, the score comes on. You're like, oh, fuck, we're getting into it. Like, yeah, let, yeah. Let's, let's get it. But I think this is a great representation. I mean, like top tier sure sure anime yeah. vibes for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah okay cool i, I kind of figured i mean you know and, I, and i've seen some anime but I, it's definitely something that i consider myself a novice in yeah. yeah yeah also something i thought was very interesting about the animation and i know that this is the case with like basically all the studio ghibli movies i've seen i think it's kind of an anime thing in general but like the frame rate of it being lower mm -hmm. it's like I read that technically it is 24 frames per second, but, like, each image will be, like, two or three frames. Yeah. So that basically makes it, like, 8 to 12 FPS. So there's, like, you know, it's it's less fluid than something like Bambi, but it means that all the, like, 
movement and action is all the more like it packs a punchy punch. and, yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's so punchy. much more punchy it's st- very striking when you're getting these like big flashes of action and yeah. things like that so yeah it's super cool and it also just like you know compared to like live action standard 24 fps it really lets your eyes like it lets the images sink into your eyes mm-hmm. like even the images in quick motion yeah because the quick motion here just literally isn't as quick yeah in a way that like really works and like really lets the beauty of the images play out absolutely um and talking outside of animation i mean we we brought up nausicaa's character a little bit but Mm -hmm. you know you know me i'm just like all about the super earnest like oh yeah characters and filmmakers and like that sort of thing and like you really get a taste for like who she is right from the start like outside of I, i mentioned she saves uh I don't even like this guy from her village from a, a massive enraged ohm. Right. Um, which are these giant, like freaky looking bug like things, which they somehow managed to like, like bring human, like humanize all, like make yeah, them, yeah, yeah. you just feel for them. And despite being like these disgusting, ugly creatures, they like yeah. make them like fun and cute and, and like you care about them and like feel, feel for them. <laughs> that, that's definitely one of the coolest things about animation in general is like how it can just like make you feel anything for anything. Yes. In a way that would be much harder with live action. Like if, if, you know, if I saw one of those things in a live action, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like yeah. it looks so fucking gross. Yeah. You should watch like some Hideaki Anno like live action stuff. He's the guy who did Evangelion. Oh, but, like okay. Shin Godzilla and stuff. Like a yeah, lot of times yeah. like those monsters just look fucked like so <laughs> fucked like especially because sorry just quick sidebar in yeah. shin godzilla you watch it like basically evolve in real time okay. and like the first iteration is like one of the most disturbing things i've i think i've ever <laughs> laid eyes on dude well that's enticing i should check yeah that out. you should check it out okay but anyways um but following that scene uh this little i don't even know what it is this little creature that becomes her sidekick it's like this weird yeah, lemur like yeah cute little creature friend but it's like upset and like the guy's like be careful it's got an attitude and like mm-hmm. bites her finger mm-hmm. and she just like lets the the, the fangs in her finger she's like it's okay like i'm i'm your friend you know yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm good like relax and then like it chills out and then she's vibing with it and you're just like oh my god like she's just like the she's best awesome. human being ever yeah, yeah you immediately see her like pure good determined spirit mm-hmm. just so easy to root for from the jump yeah and i also love how and i think a lot of really good <clears throat> kind of you know sci-fi fantasy type stories do this like the first star wars movie does this really well too like you're really just kind of thrown into it yes and like you get you learn about the world through demonstration through like watching the character exist in the world like yes. that's how you learn about it rather than you know you get like a tiny bit of text at the beginning but for the most part it's really just like we're going to watch them live in this world and that's how you're going to learn about the ecosystem and like yep. how everything works. Yep. And I think this movie does that like flawlessly. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, there's not that much to like tell going forward. There's like basically some rival like, or I mean, opposing. There's like that military state. Yeah. It's family. like, yeah. States against each other. And right. she is from the Valley of the Wind, which is in the title, uh, which is basically like a sanctuary from, the the what is the sea called uh, the the dead oh, sea the d- decay the, the decay sea of decay sea, sea of decay yes yeah um where they're like basically in like a sanctuary like area that's like because they're surrounded by like a post apocalyptic yes. world it's, it's kind of this is like a a, a post World War Two film as well as it is like an environmental yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, piece mm-hmm. um so they're in like a sanctioned area I guess that's like not doesn't have any infected uh you know trees or or whatever they're growing, you know, 
vegetables. Corn. Right, because there's the whole, like, toxic jungle area yes. where, like, everything there is, like, fucked. <clears throat> yes. Um, and so a plane crashes in their beloved sanctuary and everything kind of goes to shit from there. Yeah. Um, there's, like, this giant uh, Goliath from, like, the, the, the world before. Right, right. Uh, that survived at, like, this one group of people decided to like preserve and like so hopefully use, use it as a, as a weapon. weapon. Yep. Um, and that gets left there. And so now they're getting like invaded, uh, by this angry, I don't even like, I don't remember their names. So I'm, are they just like the, Oh, it's like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They, they, Them. Because they like kidnapped some princess from like another, mm-hmm. like, I just can't remember all the fucking names. So no, I'm, same, so, I'm sorry about that. Guys. No, I, I have, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing there. Yeah. There's like shit like that going on where it's like, it's important, but, like, also not really. Yeah, like, like, the specifics of it aren't really important. Yeah, you can understand it broadly without having to, like, have, like, the full logistic. Exactly. That's totally how I watched this, and I think that's probably the correct way to watch it is, like, I, yeah, like, I don't remember the names Well, either. and that's how I like, feel about, like, a specifically Ghibli films is, like, they, they still are baby films, but, like, mm-hmm. you can probably get a little bit more out of them than, like, a Disney flick. Sure, they have yeah, m- yeah. definitely more mature themes and, like, even violence yeah, and that yeah, sort of yeah, thing definitely. going on, but you still can watch it casually. You don't have to be, like, fully, like, locked in, locked yeah, in. Yeah, like, you don't need to watch it purely as a movie about, like, you know, living in, in like, a, a post-decaying, you know, environmental disaster, eco-disaster world or whatever. Yeah, it's like, still, like, a fantasy epic. Yeah, you, you can know? be like, oh, like, he has to get the princess or whatever. Yes, like, exactly. And you so, watch it on a few levels, which I, I think, you know, the, the, the best kids' movies, you, you can do that yes. way, where you can read into the more adult themes, or you can view it on a surface level as a, you know, fantasy adventure. Yes. Um, so plane crashes, this princess that they had kidnapped ends up dying, mm-hmm. um, who later on, she links up, Nausicaa links up with this dead princess's brother, right. uh, who's fighting against uh, the people that had invaded her own country. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, like, I'm trying to think of, like, where we even... I guess her dad gets murdered, which is important. I kind of skipped over that. Her dad gets murdered, and she even breaks out of her, like, you know, kind of, I guess, pure-hearted nature and just fucks up some people. Like, yeah, that seems awesome. Yeah, that's what I mentioned earlier. Like, when she runs in and, like, sees him laying there dead, surrounded by the people who killed him, she just fucking goes off and is just, taking him down. And it shows that, like, even, like, pure-hearted nature, like, can get corrupted by, you know... Yeah, by tragedy. Tragedy and death, specifically. Yeah, 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 Um, totally. Like, you know, as pure as she is, she's still, like, an emotional, reactive human being. Yes. Um, And then that follows with her kind of, like, in her own sanctuary that she then built by going to the sea decay where she collected basically like uh fungus and like right she had like her own little garden yeah and she goes like you guys don't understand like what the sea of decay really is like Mm -hmm. it actually is pure as long as like you're not fucking with it you know yeah the earth kind of knows what it's doing like you thinking you know what the earth is doing and fucking with it is what's fucking it up yeah yeah it's 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 a classic like you know man's folly and arrogance thinking that they can control and subvert nature yeah yeah um which is a great message like both both bambi and this kind of lean into that mm -hmm. a little bit in different ways for sure but it's a nice pairing of just like you know Pro pro environmental texts. Yes, um, and so basically a bunch of a whole bunch of drama happens. We're just gonna skip over t- towards the end. I yeah, feel like because it's yeah. kind of like there's nothing really else to say. But a whole bunch of sh- of stuff happens. <clears throat> um, there's a really a lot of beautiful like just like uh, 
you know, landscapes and stuff. Like when, yeah. they're, when they're in the sea of decay and they're like kind of like in this like these trees that have like crystallized almost. Oh, and like super beautiful. Like sand and the lights pouring through. Everywhere they go is like so visually interesting. Yeah. And also I think something visually that this movie does so well throughout is just like it really gets a sense of scale. Like, big things feel fucking big. Yes. Like, you know, the giant gunships when she's, like, looks microscopic in her little glider going around them or whatever. Like, I especially noticed it in all the flying scenes, just the different sizes of, Mm -hmm. like, the flying crafts. Mm -hmm. It does all of that so well. Like, just the sense of scale here is really, like, impactful. Yeah. You feel a sense of weight with all of this stuff. Um, And basically, this one state of people is using a baby ohm to try and like create this stampede of ohms to fight against the goliath monster right thing that they read the giants the giants the one giant that they preserve right that they want to like hatch right yes they want to hatch uh so naturally nausicaa's like they're fucking using a baby ohm like that's horrible yeah, like i fucked. need to get out there and save it pieces of shit um so she flies out <laughs> also does like again like so beautiful like they're trying to shoot her out of the sky mm-hmm. and she's trying to get close and then she ends up flying at them head on and and basically is like full surrender mode like she's standing straight up and puts right. her arms out to the side and is like like you know i'm not trying to like hurt you guys like don't Mm -hmm. hurt me sort of thing right uh and naturally she still gets like shot um, yeah yeah but like manages to take out the people who are like you know uh using the baby ohm and brings it down to the ground uh all the action in this movie's sick yeah it's so sick it goes really hard like there's the bit where they basically oh my god there's the shot of them like flying through the clouds and the clouds are like so thick oh my god that's awesome this movie's clouds are like yeah so crazy like they're so thick as they're flying through them And, and that's the scene where they basically attempt the like Bane plane boarding (laughs) trick where they like attach the same planes. That's what I thought of immediately. That's so funny. But like because of how thick the clouds are, then when you see like Nausicaa flying through them, she's basically like a monochrome silhouette flying through them. Like it's so cool. That's such a cool way to depict that. Yeah. Um, She gets this baby ohm, takes the, the spikes that are like jammed into it out and like apologizes to it right. and it's like enraged like super angry mm-hmm. and just like doesn't know what to do naturally because it's just like you know feeling hurt or whatever yeah and then ends up start like pushing against her she's trying to keep it still from going into the sea of decay so it doesn't burn and melt right and she ends up getting pushed in and like you know screaming in pain but still holding it yeah you know steady and then the the animal realizes that it's trying to protect it and right. calms down um and I guess I don't know. There's a, there's a stampede of all the the big ohms coming at her, right, right. Um, and the Goliath beast on the other end that uh, does get reborn and like does some crazy ass Dragon Ball Z level like <laughs> laser beam explosions that just right. like actually fucking light up a fuck ton of the the ohms at first before yeah, it like yeah. rots into nothingness. Right, right. Because they like hatched him too early or something. It yeah, they like... hatched him too early and again, I don't know, bringing up, bringing up the relics, the, the big relics of the past. Like, you know, it's very much like no more, like she literally says it, like, please, like no more killing. Like, right, you right. Know. And also, you know, it's another example of their like unnatural, arrogant processes. Yeah. I mean, in a movie that's very much about like nature and industry. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, And so the ohms 
keep on coming and eventually run into Nausicaa and you see her get like launched in the air and then buried into the ohms. Right. And she, she like dies. Yeah. Basically. She basically dies. Cause we see the people from um, her village watching and they're like, no, like the princess, like yeah. she's dying. Oh shit. But um, then, but then all the ohms like freeze up and this is a really beautiful sequence as well. Like all beautiful. of them fr- like freeze and stop what they're doing. And like, you know, you just get like a ton of different shots of like, wherever these ohms are and like them just like again stationary and then finally we we pan over and it's like the baby ohm standing in front of nausicaa and all the other ohms circling around her just like staring at her mm-hmm. um and then we get these golden like tentacle like right things. The, the avatar yeah the avatar sea deep sea, right right uh, come out and envelop her in like this golden like beautiful Super beautiful. I, I don't even it's, like. It's this really sort of like it. I don't know, like not even like a spirit realm, it's but like, like sort of yeah, like a a dreamscape somewhere in between life and death. You know, corporeality and yeah. and spirituality. And, um, but then like bring her back to life, right? Um, and I, I I'm like I can't even like really describe the scene, but I just found it like super. Again, it's just super beautiful. Yeah, and then she ends up fulfilling this like savior prophecy. Yes, that was one introduced of the, earlier in the movie. Right, one of the village elders like starts describing what she's seeing and it like relates to the prophecy mm-hmm. that we got earlier so it's like you know she she's saved the day she's a chosen one sort of archetype yeah and again like maybe it's like an ignorant or not not ignorant but a, a childish way to like look at it but it's like it's just a simple message like if we spe- spread like peace love and like you know protect each other then like right all will be beautiful to, and good to you fellow know? man and to the world yes like in general to both of those yeah, yeah you know i mean it's like Sure, it might be basic if you're viewing it within, like, you know, a left-wing political context sure. or whatever, but it's like, yeah, it, it's it's a universal good message that, yeah. you know, is, is reliably effective and impactful. 100%. It, like, always works for me. And in this movie and, like, stuff like Avatar, like we mentioned, it's like, you know, it just works because it's something I believe in. Yeah, so, hell yeah. There we go. Uh, well, jumping into ratings, again, like... For a kids movie, it's like it's like a five for me. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't ask more from it, to be honest. Yeah, like, for action sure. rips, animation's beautiful, scores awesome, like mm-hmm. message is great. Like Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm giving it a five, but like also it's probably like a four, you know. Sure, yeah, no, I hear that. In the same way that Bambi is for me. Sure, yeah. I'm I'm gonna give it a four. It's like it's a solid four. It, again, it's something I don't even have any issues with necessarily. It just wasn't for me that like gut punch, like sure. five star. Sure. It's something that I like, I don't know. I don't want to separate like emotions and aesthetics, because you know, with filmmaking they're often yeah. the same thing. So it's like in a lot of ways I was moved by it. Like I don't want to say I wasn't moved by it, but it wasn't the sort of thing that like, you know, made me cry Absolutely. or something. But you know, it was it was super fun, super cool, super badass. Really liked it. Would totally watch it again. And, you know, it's probably prompted me to revisit some other Ghibli stuff that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Like, I'll definitely rewatch The Wind Rises sometime you soon. So, I want to rewatch Spirited Away, too, because I said I was, like, not that hot on it, but it's also been, like, I watched it in my cynical era. I sure. Like, yeah. Because I, so. I, I remember liking that one a lot. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of the basic favorite, but I remember yes. I, I really liked it when I saw it. And it's also been a while for me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought Nausicaa was really great. Fire. Well, thank you for tuning in to this uh, animated episode from your boys. Yeah, it went a little baby mode for you this time. So enjoy, kiddos. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next next week, guys. Thanks for listening. And I've been Jerry Hartman. And I've been Sammy Holty.